Blog Talk Radio. Show so um, uh, 
just belated a happy belated birthday to myself, which was in in November on November the twenty seventh. Second, I oh, just yeah. turned, turned, the, big, turned 60. The, the, the big 50. Uh, I ain't thinking about what you're talking about right now. And then I want to wish my uh, pastor, uh, Pastor Hugh Lakes, a, a very happy birthday. His was on the 20th of November. Man, we just had so much uh, going on. You know, uh, I had some big things going on in his life. You know, he had just bought a condo down in uh, Maui. You know, so we... So we <laughs> So we we just we just uh, happy for his endeavor there, and you know he he just landed all kinds of little contracts. So you know hopefully he shares the money with somebody. But but just like we got life, we got death. We got, yeah. And, and, and we at the Fat Cat Show want to send our heartfelt condolences to those who have lost people and. Uh, and just the same as, um, you know, we not being here and being able to report on things, uh, uh, we had uh, unfortunate uh, passing in our church. Um, one of our uh, good members of my church and 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 also my, my cousin who helped me uh, reestablish um, the Salon Missionary Baptist Church uh, after God gave me the vision to open it um and that's um uh, my cousin uh mother sister barbara jones and um i just um that was a real devastating loss to uh our church and to our family uh she was like the backbone of our congregation she she did a lot to help uh establish and, and get the the church back open she kept following the paperwork even when the church was closed and uh she deserves a like a round of applause and some some honor today um as we still deal with you know coping with her not being here but one thing i know uh jesus said i am the resurrection and the life he that believeth in me even though he were dead yet shall he live and he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die but um I know for sure that, that my cousin Barbara is, is resting in heaven, and we sure do applaud um, Sister Mother Barbara Jones. Amen. Um, with that being said, man, what 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 did you have going on, man? That 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 you know that should be brought to our attention. What's been what's been happening with you, man? Since we've been out on hiatus, what's happening? Um, I had this special contract with Spectrum Mobile and okay. um, AT&T. Well, it's DirecTV now. Okay. I can give customers um, high-speed internet for thirty nine ninety nine per month. Ooh, and that's okay. good for two years. Two years? Okay, that, yes, that, and that's Spectrum Mobile? Spectrum Mobile. Used to be Charter. But now sure. it's spectrum. Okay. Okay. But it's not for you know, for cities like um Refford, Livonia, Bloomfield. Okay, Bloomfield. Those cities. But but AT and T everywhere. Everywhere? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're gonna check into that. Check my boy out if you wanna uh, uh we we'll leave uh uh flyers around on, on Facebook and, and all that, some um, promotional tools that you could reach out and, and uh, 
get your get you hook up a spectrum, man. I know we we paying high internet pri- internet prices and cable prices and all that. Even Hulu and um, and all that stuff is going up now. You know, Netflix. Um, I think we done reached up. Uh, Hulu. I mean, Netflix. We done got up to. But we playing like twenty dollars now for Netflix and uh, mm. Hulu done reached up to like sixty dollars. Almost seventy dollars. So that that's not man. And we have to check yeah, you street, out. Streaming is um is the new cable. Yeah. There's no more really it's no more cable T V. Nobody's really getting cable T V or satellite. Right. Right. So so yeah, so definitely uh people need to definitely uh reach out reach out to you, man. Uh on this on this uh, hookup, man. I, I I am not liking the way this video is looking, man. But I'm a um I'm a push on push on with it anyway. But um yeah, but anyway, check check my, my boy Satellite out if you got any uh any inquiries, just get the show up and uh and we and he'll get back with you on it. And and definitely if you got any um questions on any of these topics that we're presenting today, that number is 646-564-9728. Make sure you press that one if you want to be heard. Yeah. But, man, I'm hating this video right now. It is really, really bothering me. Just, I, I don't know what's going on, what's happening. Make me want to delete it. But, but anyway... Can, can you see on your on your device? Yeah, you look fine. You look fine, man. You don't see blur all over me. No. What's up, Will? How did the video look, Will? You look fine. I'm looking at you right now. Okay. 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 But anyway, man, we I wanna I wanna get off into uh, um uh some of our subtopics for today in the VIP lounge. Um and I, w- I want to right quick jump to a little what? A little what will said a little something. Yeah, I'm looking like Batman on this mud, man. I got a look from what I'm seeing. Okay. A little fuzzy in and out. I don't know what's wrong with this video. But um but anyway, man, I saw this um this this uh thing on on TikTok, right? Where this where this girl, this daughter, was at her father's funeral and she gave him a little bit of a tribute that wasn't your typical type of tribute. She um, she kind of was giving her father a piece of his of her mind from the from his to his grave. So uh, uh, check this out.
did you hear all that, man? Yeah. What, 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 what I, I think, to me, to me, I know that that um, funerals are quite emotional, you know, and and you know, there's there's a lot of reflecting that is done at funerals, and I and I can speak to this in retrospect over the past uh, couple of years because I've been because uh, at first I didn't know the true feeling of death because I had never really lost close people until, you know, four years ago when my, my close family started dying. And then I started seeing, you know, how people do you during that time, so-called close people and so-called relatives and things like that. And a lot of hurt and emotion begins to come out when you're dealing with grief and, and I was at that point where when my grandfather first died, um, I was real hurt, and I began to lash out at um, people that that really pissed me off. And maybe, but it, this is kind of different uh, with this young lady because her father was the blunt of her anger, and maybe she didn't get a chance to relay some of this to him in his life and so now this is her this is her high high moment or revenge moment that she could say maybe he was that type of man that that she couldn't speak her mind to him in life so she chose death to do it but I think even to that degree should should uh, we have a certain still certain respect for the dead what do you think? Uh, I think they're dead. They can't hear you griping and complaining about anything. So if you can't do it, you can, if you can't say what's on your mind while they're alive, why wait till they die? Right. And, and, and we've we seen countless videos of of people at funerals that revenge is a shallow grave. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you only dig in your own your own when you when you choose to do that. But my thing is this is that I don't think the funeral a funeral is a place, you know, to really uh exact that type of revenge because I had to hold my tongue for a lot of people. You know, and I think one funeral in, in particular that that I spoke a little bit of my mind at, but I did it in and you know, taste was my wife's father's funeral, and I, I, I took exception to how her family was treating, you know, was acting towards her. Like you know, that was her father. You know, was all she had. He was my my wife was his only child, and the rest of these people was sitting up here acting like my wife didn't exist. And they were acting funny, and it, you know they were just, and it it was pissing me off just sit sitting there. So when it was time to speak, I didn't I didn't really I met her dad a couple of times. I really didn't get a chance to bond with him or anything like that. But I got a but I had an opportunity to speak at his funeral, and I just and I took exception. You know I did it respectfully. Number one because my grandparents came there too. 
they came there and then we in the church. So I'm not going to get all gung ho up in the, in, in the church, but you know, because of my training and background, but I gave a little piece of my mind of, you know, what I was feeling at that time because they were walking, my wife and I was sitting right up by the casket and people were just walking past her like she didn't exist. And it pissed me off real bad, you know, and people was talking all around her and things like that. And it was angering me. And by by that time I wasn't, you know, I was kind of out of church, but I still had enough presence of mind in me the spiritual side of me to know not to go off um, in the church. But but you, but but you hurt when your wife hurt. Yeah. You don't want to see somebody disrespect your wife. Yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah. who's who's got to who's got to deal with that later on? You. Right right. You got to come you, to your wife at the word. And, and you you know what the whole process of it was, you know was was just disrespect because I had to. I had to go with my wife to, you know, pick her father's coffin out and just, you know, put him in the suit. Her one of her aunties was helping her with with all of this thing this stuff and all that and and it was just it was just a real bad time for her, um, during this process and it just like this was the first time me really ever dealing close in the selection process of the funeral, going to pick a casket going to, you know, see, you know, see if the, it was satisfactory to every, you know, it was just a lot of things going on. And it was around, and he died on Thanksgiving morning of uh, 2009. He died uh, Thanksgiving morning. I'll never forget that day. And it was just, it was just a real bad time. And it just, you know, and I, and I understand, you know, that emotions, you know, that, that people have, but just like you said, you know, whether you cuss out or not, these people ain't going to hear you, but it's just that, you know, I don't know, man. I really don't know. And anybody that's listening right now, have you ever had uh, one of those moments where you uh, dealt with something that was filed at a funeral? Had you ever been uh, filed at a funeral or seen anybody close to you that was, uh, did something that you felt that was filed at a funeral? If you, if you have, um, that number is 646-564-9728. Make sure you press that one if you want to be heard. Man, you you, 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 you seen something filed at a funeral? Yeah, I have. Um, my, uh, my uncle, my uncle George, he was drunk at a funeral. Mm. <laughs> he was over talking to pastors saying crazy stuff. <laughs> and he was nodding off. <laughs> he was nodding off. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I, I know that probably was the best part to you. You know him nodding off. You know because you you be, you be like, dang, come on, oh, don't don't do all that. But but anyway, man, I I, I know, I know. Um, uh, I, I feel bad for that young lady because she said. Evidently, she's you could tell she's she's a, a mixed, you know, biracial. So um, evidently, her her dad, you know, must have been, you know, she said Trump loving racist uh, individual. So hey, um, I, I just pray for healing for her. You know what I'm saying? Because now he done left remnants behind that she has to deal with. 
you know, and I'm pretty sure back when, you know, when you kind of come out of your hurt and you finally heal, maybe she might look back at this and, and say, man, why did I do this? You know, why did I take this route to, to do this? I should have, you know, had more tech, but you could tell she's young. So I don't know, man. But anyway, man, I want to, I want to hop to our, our next uh, topic of the, of today. And I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody done caught a wind of this. Um, our boy, Jerry Jones, the Dallas Cowboys uh, owner, principal owner, he had a little, uh, thing from the past that came back and and bit him and uh this is this is crazy within itself because um he how he defended it you know and because we all been knowing that that we're living in an era of cancel culture with the me too movement and and you know all kinds of uh they them digging back in people past and and, you know, uh, Kyrie Ir- Irving just was a victim of making what they call a, a, um, a, a racist statement, uh, you know, and so about the Jews. And so now here it is, you know, Jerry Jones, the, the principal owner of the, the Cowboys, one of the richest guys in sports history, you know, in and out of sports. But uh, there's an article in the New York uh, Times that says uh, uh, Jerry Jones, he defended himself by saying he was a curious kid. And it's at a 1957 photo outside of segregated um, Little Rock High School. And it says Dallas Cowboy owner Jerry Jones said Thursday he was just a curious kid when he was part of a a group of white students confronting black students outside uh, North Little Rock High School said that was, gosh, 65 years ago, a curious kid, Jones said. He said the photo shot by the Associated Press in 1957 shows a group of black students trying to integrate classes at North Little Rock High School when Jones was a 14-year-old sophomore. The young black men are blocked from entering the school by a much larger group of white teens. Said the Cowboys owner, now 80 years old, spoke out about the issue after Thursday's Cowboys game. Um, So uh, the thing about this is, uh, and it came out that um, he, he tried to claim that he didn't know about it, but which we found that that was impossible because the coach, his football coach had told them to stay away from what was happening. And they, and it was already planned that the national guard was coming there to block the students from getting into school. So there was no way that he didn't know what was going on. And, and but the thing is, what, what, I wonder how the kids felt. The black kids that was going to the school, them being stopped and harassed by the um, white students, how do they feel now? They, do they, they feel just, like, they, oh, that was a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they they just had an interview with one of them that was, that was yeah. still living. And they, because they, what the camera didn't show was them being not to push down the stairs of that school um, during that time. They, 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 they endured some stuff. 
going there. They got pushed down the stairs. Okay. If that's an excuse, me being young, okay, why you having like uh, 15 to 16-year-old kids get going to prison? <laughs> Getting 20 and 30 years like, oh, well, I was a kid when that happened. They don't care. They're still sending us to prison, right? Right, 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 right. So, so and then the thing is, too, what what put them on blast, because you see when when, when Kyrie Irving made that, that comment about, well, he didn't make a comment. He posted a documentary about the Jews, and now they done suspended them, uh, suspended them. They done, he done lost endorsements. They done did everything under the – they tried to make him apologize and everything, which he did apologize for it. He, he ended up backtracking for it. But then now you, you take Jerry Jones and one of the um, ESPN uh, commentators, uh, Jay Williams, uh, asked him to denounce racism, and he has yet to do it. Yet to do it. He didn't, he didn't denounce it. Didn't do anything. It was almost similar to Trump in that debate when they asked him to denounce the Proud Boys, you know, and racism. And he kind of, he kind of did a little half-hearted type of thing, which we all know that it ain't no secret that uh, white supremacy and and all of this type of stuff still exists. But will that stop black uh, black people from watching um, the game? No, because. No, they- because I'm saying they, they didn't even um, do that um, when my man was taking the knee. Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yeah, Kaepernick. Yeah. They didn't do that when he he was taking the knee. Come on now. Right, right, right. I'm about right. everybody, look, everybody else show show their power. People, they yep. say stuff about the uh, gay people and this and that, but guess what? They show their power. Yeah. That's why they, they get stuff done. We don't, we don't unite to show our power into anything. You, Anybody can do whatever they want to us. Period. You look at you look at you look at what just happened today. That that's uh, the LGBTQ power of Brittany Griner getting getting freed by by the U.S. giving up a, a, a murdering arms dealer. Dealer. When do that ever happen? A basketball, a lesbian basketball player being traded for. A murderous arms dealer. Dealer, what is the benefit? I'm about to skip the subject a little bit, right? Uh-huh. You see how she looks since she can't take that them pills? <laughs> she look like a woman again. She's sounding and looking like a woman. Man, the, the interview the, the interview that I saw her, I saw her on the plane coming back, and they asked her a uh-huh. question, man. She sounded like a dude. She was like, uh, yeah, I'm coming back. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be free. I said, dog, that chick, man, that, 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 that's, that's something. But you know, you know that that was something because at first they said there was no way that uh, the U.S. was going to make that type of trade for a murdering arms dealer guy. There was but no I way. I, I, I knew it was going to happen, though. Yeah. Speculation is deep, but we ain't gonna go into it though. But, but, but like I said, man, if if anybody is watching, um, and you want to comment on any of this, that number is six four six five six four ninety seven twenty eight. Make sure you press that one. 
if you want to be heard. But um, I know. Do you think um, she, she's going to play back overseas again? Go back overseas to play again? Heck, you know, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. That that that's enough to keep me. You know what? I, I I've never. I'm gonna say this. I've never been overseas. But from what you I, I hear, no, I've never been overseas. I, but from what I, from what I heard, from what I heard, it's not really a good place for blacks to be right now. But you, you don't feel like that when you're in Highland Park, though, right? You know, hey, you know, whatever it is, it, 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 it is foreign to me, but it's home to you. <laughs> So yeah, I, I'll take that any day. <laughs> so, but, 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 but anyway, but anyway, uh, I wanna I wanna get into to our topic for today, man. Why you you steady messing with me, man? Our, our, our topic for today is: Does what whipping your kids work? Does whipping your kids work? I mean, we, we it hear all. It depends on what kind of whipping it is. Are you talking about a pat on the butt or beating you with a switch or a stencil cord? What kind of beatings are you talking about? You know, it, it, it's it's weird. I mean, you think, well, since you asked that, I can only answer that from this. Do you think there should be limits to whipping? Whipping? No, I don't believe in whoopings. You don't? No. Okay, give, give me a reason. Because I think you can talk to your kid. I'm talking about if you can't talk to them, you, something's wrong with the way you raise them. You don't have to beat nobody, man. I I used to get beat when I was little. I I listened out one time. Let, no, let ain't me. no beat made me say, no beat never made me say, ooh, I ain't going to do that again. Let, let me, but but there are just some kids that are so different that 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 you kind of like let's say let's say this uh, for instance my my uncle for instance now my grandparents were parents that didn't play but my my uncle was something different he was he just was that kid that that felt he was going to do whatever he wanted to do. Not that my, my grandparents wasn't, like, slacking, slacking parents. Because they didn't hold us up, period. They were not slacking parents. But my uncle was that one that that felt he was going to scheme and do whatever the, the hell he wanted to do. And so I mean, some, sometimes um, kids, they need counseling, man. They need to sit down and talk to somebody because beatings will not help with every child. I know I was one of them kids. You couldn't beat me and make me straighten up. Oh, okay, so what do you what do you think about the Bible verse, uh, uh, spare the rods for the child? That don't mean beat it, beat somebody. Uh, that's why I asked the question. What spare kind of the rods? Look, look, I said, what kind of beatings do you mean? Because it's spankings and then it's torturing people. Yeah, yeah. You getting beat with a stitch cord until you get little um, horse hooves on you. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm put it like this. Okay, let's just say, 
you got you got a team that you're dealing with. Okay. Wait a minute. Will, Will said something. He said, "I rarely use physical discipline. It's uh, it's unnecessary." I, That's right. See, I, I kind of I have to disagree to a certain de- to a certain degree because because I'm, I'm gonna tell you this with me. If my grandparents, if I didn't have fear of getting a whooping by my grandparents, man, I would have been the baddest kid ever. That's because you like skinned. I, I feared that. I feared they ain't got nothing to do with me being light skinned. I, I I feared the repercussions of that because my grandfather would tear us up. I, so I, so the, the beating made you um just made you just stop and say I'm not gonna do that because I might get beat. <laughs> but I, I was like, I ain't, I ain't about to mess around and play with my grandfather. I'm not about to. I'm not about to. It kept me in line from doing dumb stuff. But, was, but every you. kid, everybody's not scared of beatings, man. You know what was worse than the beating to me? I would rather take any beating on this in this world. Getting hollered and screamed at. Just beat me. Beat me till I, I pass out before you you holler and scream at me. Oh, 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 okay, well, let me let me. Okay, I, let's say this. I know I know plenty of parents, right? Um, plenty mm-hmm. of parents, and I'm not gonna put them out there. But I know plenty of parents that that done um, that done talk to their kids. They took their kids to pick, uh, to counseling and everything. And they still dealing with the same thing with this key. So where do you go from here? Where do you go? What do you tell those fans? What do you where do you go? Look, I don't know. I don't know the people that you know. You say you know a lot of people like that. I, uh, we we might have a different group of people that we know. I don't know a lot of people like that. The, their parents got them counseling. And sit back and talk to them, and they still. Uh, and when you say end up like that, do you mean they in prison? What are you, what are you talking about? I, I'm I'm talking about they still be uh be acting, you know, acting out and doing what they doing what they do. Wait a minute. Well, Will had another, like what? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Will said physical discipline teaches fear. If the child learns no correct moral position, let me let me answer that right quick. Whenever I when I could count the number of times that I gave my kids a whooping, and each time I I gave them a whooping, I let them know that they were getting one, and I let them know what it was for, and I let them know uh, they what what was incorrect about their behavior. Okay, and so I I, 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 can, I can guarantee you. That you haven't whooped your kids more than five times in their whole life. Correct. I guarantee. Correct. You know why? Because well, you, yeah. you, t- you took time out and you raised them different than your grandparents raised you. You know, you knew for a fact that uh, beating and whooping somebody won't do nothing to help them out. Because they won't. If that's the case, we wouldn't have so many. Uh, uh, being in prison right now. That's that old slavery bull crap. Beat somebody into the being in the right me you had we had to talk about that. Um yeah, earlier, we did. earlier this yeah. week. Off the show. Like it's yep. better to me me than the cops. 
I say, why would you tell a kid that that's not doing anything criminal, me or the cops? You you teach them to be afraid of the police. If anybody watch, ooh, this is a good one. Anybody watching right now, right now, if you're for uh, um, what they call it, corporal punishment, if you're for that or if you're against it, please call the show right now. That number is 646-564-9728. Press that one uh, if you want to be heard. But my thing is this, man. My thing is this. We're living in a society right now, and it's more like that to today. Now, if you, if you, uh, if you are kind of like back in the day, your parents, if you had a bad kid, you know, and your your kid went out there and did something, you know, then they they arrested your kid. They arrested the kid or did whatever, you know, the kid. But now. They got it where the law is holding the parents responsible. So now if these kids go out here and do something heinous, they're more more holding the parent responsible. And you got some parents that are so hung up and caught up with um, these these kids and, and the law. You know what I'm saying? Where some of these kids would be like, they'll tell you, oh, if you put your hands on me, I'm calling the police. You you, you touch me, I'm calling the police. I'm, I'm telling you, this and that. And I know uh, uh, one of my, my cousins, his, uh, he, gave his, he gave his nephew a whooping, and his nephew called the police on him, and they called, and they came and they arrested him. You know. Oh, so, he would have been homeless that day. <laughs> I, I drove him um, outside of um, Michigan and, and said, get out of the car. <laughs> and, you are uh, not welcome in my home. Will said, physical discipline for every offense teaches no correct moral position. That's right. Physical discipline right. comes after warning and grace. Okay, warning and grace. Okay, so you still, okay. He said, see that at the end? Physical discipline comes after warning and grace. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that that you. Uh, let me let me get let me give an example. Like, okay, recently this week, you know, me and Will talked, where I had to discipline both of my nephews, and so this came after warning after warning after warning, grace after grace after mercy after grace. And the situation was this: is that I told them to. Uh, the, the room, their room looked like a pigsty, and I asked them to clean the room over and over, over and over, over and over, over and over, and they ignored me like I didn't say anything to them. And it was like to me, you know, I always have huddle up sessions with the kids. I don't like, I don't like whooping whooping kids because I didn't like get a, getting whippings when I was when I was a kid myself, you know. Even though I, I didn't deem myself bad like that, you know what I'm saying? I was a silly kid, you know, but I wasn't a terrible kid out here robbing people and stuff like that. My main uh, things that I got in trouble for was acting silly in church, 
you know, I wasn't a I wasn't a disrespectful kid. I wasn't that type of kid. But but you know, every, every, but I could tell you what the things that I got whoopings for was just being uh, being a silly kid. You know. Let me but, ask you a question. How okay. old were you when you got your last whooping? I probably was about eleven, twelve. Mm. Eleven or twelve years old. That was that was my last. last. And, and what age would you say would be the, the the age where you wouldn't whoop your kids no more? It, it's to to me. It, it would. It's supposed to be. Uh, like I don't want to whoop my kids now. I think they too. I think they're too old for it. That's why I asked you what, at what age you say, you know what, I can't whoop you. I'm but, it, 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 but, but, it's, but it's almost like to the point of this that, see, because, you know, as young men, you know, you, you know, being a young, being a young man before yourself, you get to a point where you start smelling yourself. You know, you get to feeling yourself, you smell yourself. And so, it turns into, you know, kids trying, you know, young men trying you. And that's what it kind of like felt to me because I, I I kept running up to my my nephew like, dude, what? I told you to do something. You know, what, what, what's up? You know, and he goes, oh, I'm sorry. And then didn't cr- cr- uh, correct the behavior. Still didn't do what I told him. So it's what like, wow. What you, gonna do? what you gonna do when you in your eighties and he telling you you got to go to sleep at six? What you gonna do? What can I do? <laughs> you be like, go to bed. And where your keys at? What what can I do? I gotta make sure I'm healthy at eight. <laughs> 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 we said physical discipline doesn't always have to be a weapon. I can physically tire tire the children with chores. Well, what they say? I ain't doing no chores. Oh Do yeah, yeah. Good, good one. Do good one. Joke. Oh, oh yeah. Do yourself, joke. I ain't about to wash no dishes. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be in what? They said, I ain't doing, you ain't making me do nothing. You know, or they, or, or, or they, they have do it. Well, they have. Get to that age, you talking tough, I got to put this on you. <laughs> ain't no more whooping. You got to. I'm sorry. That's about, you know, that's okay. why I asked you. Okay. Stop giving, oh, you, okay. When you come at this age, it's time to get beat down. You get to that point. Okay, let's say this: you you deal with a you deal with a child that's uh that's that's let's say thirteen. They like six 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 two two hundred and, and eighty. Huh? You could be five teenagers, and you don't want to listen. You are gonna catch a beatdown. <laughs> whoop is whoop is over with. Dad, I'm about that life. I'm about that life. What's up? Huh? I'm like, oh, oh. 
I'm about that life. I wish you would. I wish you would put your hands on me. What's yeah, up? Back here too. You're going to have to start hitting the weights or something, man. You, you, might <laughs> you said what? <laughs> nothing. What? I say nothing. No, no. What you say? I'm going to have to start hitting the weights. What? Because <laughs> you might get beat down. What you going to do if your nephew <laughs> beat you down? <laughs> What you, you know want to do no more? Hey, what what Marvin Gaye father do? I'm sorry. Let me go. Oh man, don't, don't do that. <laughs> no man, I'm just joking. Come on, come on, don't do that. <laughs> That's so wrong. Oh man, Marvin Gaye is my boy, man. I was so upset when his daddy killed him. Wow, but 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 definitely, man, he's. So we do have to, we do have that responsibility of raising, but it's just some kids, man, that just, it's almost like they born with something in them that just pushes them. You you said you wasn't scared of whooping and stuff like no. that. Whooping didn't work. Whooping didn't work. I got whoopings every day. But it made me, it, didn't, it never made me say, I don't want to do this. Then my mother, she, well, she started hollering at me. Oh my God! I'm like, man, could you just please just beat me? See, see, and, and that's the thing. So naturally, what do you do if if you can't correct if you can't correct the the behavior without non being nonviolent, nonviolent? Counseling, counseling. If you can't sit back and talk to them yourself, what if the counseling don't work? What if the counseling don't work? Put them in a home, because evidently they eat like a Michael Myers type. <laughs> how many? How many kids you knew was like that? The ones yeah, I knew no. that was like that, they end up going to prison, and they got the help they needed in prison. <laughs> but but okay. So, so you 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 don't believe in weapons. You say it's slavery, but no, I don't. but you support somebody being arrested, going to jail for which is slavery all over again. Why you keep talking about my support? Somebody hey. going to go to jail. If you commit a, a crime, I, I can't support you. But going to jail for something that you didn't do or some minimum stuff that people get probation for? What? Come on. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll say something else. He said, you know, you know. Listen, he said, also, you can take away their favorite thing they use for entertainment. Let me tell you this. When my, my, my nephew got here, I'm going to tell you about my nephew. Okay. My nephew, he's not, per se, a bad kid. He's hard-headed. A lot. He, he does a lot of hard-headed stuff. I keep telling him the same things over and over. And you, he's the type, type. You tell him, you tell him no. He gonna find a way later on to do it anyway. You know, he's that, he's that type that, that, that's gonna either he gonna sneak something that you told him not to do, or just, just, just he does that type of thing. 
And so I remember the first time that I had to interact with him with a punishment. I took I took the TV from him. I took his I took uh, the computer, everything. This dude went sat in that room and wasn't even bothered by none of them. He, he was still in there talking and just do just doing his thing, laying in the bed, just talking. It didn't even bother. Hold on, we we got a, a, a call. Hold on. You rocking with the Fat Cat show? What's happening? Good evening, Fat Cat, as well. What's up, man? I don't know, man. I'm just uh, listening to the show, and oh. you're speaking about discipline. I, like, I, don't, I don't believe in physical discipline. That's, that's rare. I think, oh, okay. like, maybe still in, still in line, but... Outside of that, like, you can really reason with your kid, like, especially if you got a respectful relationship. Like, if you treat your kids like crap, then don't expect them to listen. But if you if you treat them with respect and love them, then they, they'll cherish your every word. But let, let me ask you this. You just, right. there, is a, there is a time where you just have a kid that, that, no matter what you say, matter, even if you just say you had a, you raised your kid right, and just say you mm-hmm. just had a kid that just, he's hard-headed. I'm not going, I'm not doing what, right. I don't care what you, what you say, I'm not doing it, you know, or I'm a, I'm a have right. to, I'm going to do it when I want to do it, or, or this and that. Right. I need you to, I need you to take care of this right now. I, I need you, to, I need you to go take care of this right now. You tell them to do it. They know you serious about it. They know you mean it. But then they go off. Mm-hmm. They go off and they do, do what they want to do. They don't do what you tell them to do. Uh, then I would probably explain to them like, listen, you know, this is like a, a part of what everybody has to do. Everybody has something to do. So you probably explain to the child because at the time, probably the child feel like. Well, I'm the only one around here to do something. So you would you would have to talk to them and say that we all do something. We all but, play but a part. Don't you don't you feel like that's part of explaining something to your kid or something that you want them to do? Well, that's you like can't, compromise. You, you, that's a you compromise. Can't, but you can't. It's not necessarily a compromise. Is 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 getting your children to do something willingly. In a positive, in a positive manner. Listen, but you you, you talking about the fourteen year old? He's in ninth grade. You don't for, you don't you don't have to force nobody to do nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like if you have a respectful relationship with your child, if you ask them to do something, they're gonna do it. If they get out of pocket and they're wrong, they know they're wrong. That's that's the part of having a respectful relationship with your children. You ain't talking to them all reckless. There's some parents out here that talk to their kids reckless. So, and they think that that's like, you know, the drill sergeant type of thing, but really it's just making the child uh, bitter towards them. What you got, Satellite? You know what I'm saying? The boy's like 14 years old, man. I'm talking about when kids turn right. like teenagers. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. You ain't nobody going to listen to you like that. I'm talking about 
It's just mean? not, especially a teenager. I'm talking about you got four more years, they'll be out the house anyway. Mm-hmm. You you can raise them not to be a a criminal, but if they ain't listening to you, what can you do about it? Oh, well, I, you 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 just don't get nothing to eat. I mean, right? You don't get the privilege. You don't get the privileges of the people in the house that's actually that's doing right. what they're supposed to be doing. So you gonna get cut off of that. But I don't I don't have to like holler and scream and make a big scene about it. You know what I'm saying? I I could just pull you over to the side and give you a good Con Morgan Freeman talk. And if you don't get it at that point, then um, you just eat ramen noodles and hot dogs while we eating steak. Because I know I could have been those 13 to 14 getting beat. Oh, no, you would be able to go to sleep at night. You you know, <laughs> you know, you know what? The, the thing is with both of these kids, you, you say this, you say, okay, you don't get the privileges of those who, who do this and that. And all they're going to do is sit there and wait, wait till you go to sleep and they're going to fix them something to eat. No, they, they're going to wait till you go oh, to no, sleep. No, 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 no. I, I, no, I took, I took it a step further. I just put a lock on the refrigerator with a chain. So you ain't getting in there. So once I lock it down, I lock it down. That's it. You ain't getting that. <laughs> so, 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 so then again, then again, it's like, then again, it's you adjusting to, it's you adjusting to a bad key. The kid the kid gonna have to adjust to just drinking water and eating beef, ramen noodles and Popeyes and crap like that. That's what you're gonna have to adjust to. And while you sitting okay. here there's no PlayStation, there's no station in your room. Well, I get to block all your uh devices off the internet because I control the, the, the Wi Fi box. You got nothing. I can snatch your phone. <laughs> you got nothing. Let me tell you this. Okay. Currently, right, right, right. now, currently, right now, right. my uh, my nephews, both my nephews, not only did they, did I, did I have to handle them, but they on punishment right now. There's no TV in their room, no computers, mm-hmm. no video games. And these kids are still walking around here like a, Ain't nothing, nothing wrong. They 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 don't even care about it. They don't oh, care you, why they you may, they 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 may look like that. It may look like that, but trust me, on the inside, the longer and longer and longer it go along. See, look, my kids. I told them when my wife was pregnant, I told them not to touch uh, her favorite food. They went in there and did it. You know, so I put them on the hot dog and noodle punishment because they be going in there eat. Was it going there eat my wife food? Well, first couple of days it didn't seem to phase them. You know, it was all talking shit. You know, around there we could do this. And excuse my language, y'all. Mm-hmm. But after about about a week or so, now nah, that changed real quick. It come to my wife, please, please. That was smart, though. <laughs> <laughs> so you have <laughs> high diabetes. Hey, listen. listen. And at that point, they never touched my white food again. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't have to actually just line people up and beat them. It's like, nah. But but listen, let me me tell you, uh, uh, this isn't the first time this happened. 
about two two months ago, the same same type thing mm-hmm. happened, and they were mm-hmm. they, I took all that stuff from them for for um, three weeks. I took it from them for mm-hmm. three weeks. And these kids, I'm telling you, when I when I sit up here and I tell you, they they mm-hmm. it, it's nothing to them. They like they adjust like what what they 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 adjust to it. They like okay, all right, blah blah blah. Because my rule is my rule is this too. Through through, through the week, mm-hmm. through the week with my with my kids, mm-hmm. unless it's nothing, they might get one day. One day uh, through the school week to play their computer because my kids like on the weekends and stuff they they on their computers all day and so my thing is this like through the week mm-hmm. through a school you you're not gonna be on that computer you're gonna focus your whole thing is on and I noticed when I did that to my to my my kids my son now was a 4.0 student. My daughter is a 3.7 student, you know, because I took away the, you know, the distraction. You know, no, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do this all weekend and scramble your brain where you're just thinking about that. So even when they come to me, it might be one day I might be like, okay, you know, go ahead, you know, I'm gonna let y'all play for for an hour or two. So you know, but. But you know, it, it, it different strokes for different folks. But you, you, but but the point the point is, you were saying that the, the uh, it was two of the boys that don't bother them. And what I'm saying, over time, it will like you. I don't tell my kids like if I put them on restriction, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take you off in two weeks because they got something to look forward to. I ain't giving you nothing to look forward to. Oh, oh, oh no, they <laughs> I can't tell you nothing, like so. Like, yeah. you know, them niggas could be on punishment for three oh, months okay. for all I care. It don't right. matter to me. I forget Man, about it. Who gonna take the punishment? <laughs> but who you gonna do? You, you, said, you said what? To watch me. You said what? Right. But who on stage? But you know, but y'all, y'all know we can't. We down to our last couple of seconds, man. Oh, right. uh, but I want to. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Fat Gat Show. But once again, uh, like you said, each kid is different. Um, it, you know, we some people believe in, um, in whipping, but some people don't. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm not, I may not like it, but, but you know, I, I'm just, I know what, what helped get me together. But anyway, we want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in and and. Hope it make this show a success. But we up out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace. We up out of here.